It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. You are locked on Cougars. Welcome into a Thursday edition of the podcast. Hope you all are doing great out there. And thank you once again for making us your first listen of the day. Plenty to get to ahead on today's show. Some interesting comments from BYU Offensive Coordinator Aaron Roderick during media availability we'll touch on. We'll also get you ready for tonight's exhibition opener for the men's basketball program. They're taking on Colorado Christian University. What to expect from the Cougars in that matchup. And of course, we'll catch you up on everything that's that's happening in BYU sports the women's soccer program in action up in Portland we'll get to all of it ahead on today's show today's podcast title sponsors are friends over at McDonald's who've been serving communities since 1965 they have always been more than just a place to get tasty affordable food it's an unofficial community center a big thank you to our friends at McDonald's for always being there I'm loving it. All right, well, let's dive on in on a Thursday. This is the Locked On Cougars podcast from November 4th, 2021. You are Locked On Cougars, your daily podcast on the BYU Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? I'm Jake Hatch, your host here on Locked On Cougars, your resident BYU insider. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. I know we say that all the time, but we truly mean it. We want to be the one stop you make first thing when you wake up or whenever you start your day to make sure you guys are caught up on everything going on with the BYU Cougars. So thank you for your support and make sure you hit that follow button. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, whichever podcast provider you happen to favor, where you're free and available. So hit that follow button and make sure you join us every single day. Let's start off today's show talking some BYU football. Aaron Roderick, BYU offensive coordinator. One of my favorite interviews, if not my favorite interview amongst the entirety of the BYU coaching staff. I always find his answers to be insightful. Nothing is off limits with him. He's very good at explaining things and making sure that he, I'm not saying he dumps things down, but he breaks it down to a level that anybody can understand what he's talking about. And one thing I really liked what he talked about during media availability last night was that he knows that being ranked 15th in the country by the College Football Playoff Committee is something that players are going to talk about. They're going to acknowledge. They're going to debate it amongst themselves. But he also makes sure to clarify that that can't become the whole focus for the BYU football program. We're trying not to be overly focused on that, but you have to be honest with yourself and with the players like, hey, this happened. You know, they're going to go in the locker room and talk about it and look at their phones and all that stuff. So it's better just to be direct with them and say, hey, that's a cool thing. It's nice to be recognized, but it doesn't mean anything if we don't keep playing well. You recognize it. You appreciate it. You recognize that there's an opportunity there, but the goal is 
was let's go play well this Saturday and then see where it takes us. If you just spend all your time looking at that, talking about it, it can become a distraction that might cause you to not play well. I think we have a mature enough team to handle it. But yeah, I mean, it's it's cool. It's exciting. It's I'm a football fan, college. I'm a college football fan, just like everybody else. And it's exciting to see how things come down the wire at the end of the season. So there you go. Coach Roderick saying, you know what? We understand that the players are going to talk about it. But we also need to go out and take care of business. And I think guys that uh, are in BYU's program right now, they know the task at hand. They saw the heights that BYU achieved during the 2020 season because the vast majority of the guys on this team, there were 12 of them, obviously, that got professional opportunities off of last year's program, from last year's program, excuse me, that are off to doing other things. But a lot of these guys were there as BYU went 11-1 and in 2020, and they know what it takes to succeed at the highest level. One of the groups that I think was a big key to BYU's success in 2020, who's actually had a much slower, or I guess less productive 2021 campaign, is the tight end room, and in particular, Isaac Rex. It's not to say that Isaac Rex is doing anything wrong, or he needs to up his game, that type of a deal. It's just simply put, opponents are game planning for him. It's happening more than it did last year, especially in the red zone. You know, we've tried to get the ball to Isaac a lot this year in the red zone where, he, you know, there's been some times where maybe our tight ends can do a little better getting open or something like that. But more often than not, teams know that, uh, especially Isaac in particular, is somebody we like to use in the passing game, and they've made it harder on us this year. In fact, we ran a play in the Virginia game that uh, I think Isaac scored five touchdowns on that play last year, and we have yet to throw a completion on that play this year and we've tried it in five or six games and it was like a automatic last year and this year people are on it and and I I took a few games off without calling that play thinking early in the year I thought okay everybody you know our first five opponents or so probably watched all of our film from last year and they're on to it and so we gave it a rest for a few weeks and pulled it back out on Virginia Saturday and they covered the heck out of it so uh you know I got to do better at finding ways to get the ball to those guys but yeah they're getting attention because they're good players and another part of it though is that we We've got really good wide receivers. And so make your choice. Like, what do you, you know, we have to stop the run. You got to cover our tight ends. Our quarterback can run. And what's been happening a lot lately is our receivers are finding themselves one-on-one outside. And, you know, we're starting to show that we can make people pay for that. You know a player is a threat or an individual play is a threat when a team that has not seen it on film, according to Coach Roderick, for four, maybe five games, still has it in their defensive game plan to look out for a specific play, a specific instance of what to expect. It's kind of crazy to think about, and it's that pass I think many of us can recall. Uh, Isaac Rex went up for in the end zone against Virginia and was unable to come down with the pass. It is a play that they ran during the 2020 season to great effect, as he said. It just seemed to be an automatic touchdown. Isaac Rex had just a marvelous freshman campaign, freshman All-American honors and the like. But this year, they're over on that play. That shows you how big of a threat the BYU has with their tight end unit, but also how much production they're getting from their other positions. We all know that Tyler Algier is a stud. He's leading the nation in rushing. He leads them in rushing touchdowns. He is a grade A workhorse running back star. Insert superlative adjective here. He is 
everything and a bag of chips. Also, the wide receiver position has been very productive this year. They're deeper than maybe they have been in the past. Don't have necessarily a true alpha in that group. A guy like Neil Pau, stats-wise, is the leader, but there's not a Dax Mill. And I think the thing is, you're seeing Puka Nakua blossoming into a superstar. Samson Nakua has had his starring role. Gunnar Romney is just Mr. Steady Eddie star player who just does everything out there and has been playing through injury, all that stuff. The the wide receiver unit's been very good, so it's actually taken some of the sheen off of a very talented tight end unit, but the respect that tight end unit is still getting despite their lack of production this year tells you exactly what opponents think of the Cougars on offense. Now, Coach Roderick, a final clip will play here on today's show. He talked about the varied options that BYU has on offense and why he is so confident in what the Cougars can do when they're on the attack. You know, we're spreading the ball around all over the field. And it was awesome last year when Dax had 80 catches. That was great. I love it. And I'm, I'm not opposed to anybody having ending the season with 80 catches. But I think we're harder to defend right now than we've ever been. Because on every given play, we've got four or five skilled players out there that can really do something with the ball. And we have, obviously, an awesome running back and a quarterback who can pull the ball and score at any time from anywhere on the field. And so when you mix and match the different personnel groups we can put on the field between our three tight ends and our top four, five, six receivers. And then you include Peeney and Tyler in that. You know, I think it makes us harder to defend. And I would rather have a team full of guys who are willing to do whatever it takes to win than just have one guy that, you know, I need the ball. It's about me. You know, this group has been awesome. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're winning is we're hard to stop when everybody on the field is a, is a threat to uh, make a play. The Cougars are deep they're experienced. They've got a vast arsenal of weapons on offense, and it's paying off right now. I think we saw BYU's offense in all of its glory here in 2021 against Virginia. Obviously, 66 points, 734 yards. They were operating at their peak of their powers, and they were lights out. If they can continue to develop that and continue just to kind of build on the momentum they have gained off of that game, they could have a really big game against Idaho State. And that's nothing against the Bengals. They're an FCS program who are 1-7. And we'll preview that game on tomorrow's edition of the show as we do on Fridays. It's game preview edition. But this is another opportunity for this offense to take another step forward. The nice part again about a team like Idaho State is it will give you an opportunity to put some younger players into the game and see how they can do. That's the fun part about this is, in theory, this game should be over by the what the end of the first quarter, and you can start subbing liberally, hopefully, and get young guys some opportunities and let them show glimpses of what they may be able to provide down the road for the BYU football program. So, as I said, I really enjoy Coach Roderick and what he has to say. I think he is very, very bright, and he always breaks it down and gives you a good answer. That is the one thing. It's... it's some of it's coach speak, I, I, I'm sure, but there's a lot of stuff, a lot of nuggets in what he says that you can learn as well a lot from. So thank you to Coach Roderick for taking the time. Coming up here in just a minute, we'll talk some BYU hoops, their exhibition opener tonight as they take on Colorado Christian University. And a little later on, we'll also catch you up on everything else involving BYU athletics, the women's soccer program in action, other teams in action today. We'll get to all of that here in just a little bit. Today's episode of Locked On 
Strong Cougars is brought to you by McDonald's. They've been proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been a place that's more than just a restaurant to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where families and friends can come to reconnect. Many of you growing up, like myself, probably spent many a day or many a birthday party at McDonald's celebrating at the play place, hanging out with Ronald McDonald, Grimace, and the rest of the cast of characters there at McDonald's. That's what I love about it is just the community aspect of this restaurant. It's been a big part of my life for literally decades now, and I think you guys would agree with that. By the way, the McRib is back right now. If you have not had a McRib, I want you guys to give it a shot. I am a huge fan and would love nothing more than to, I guess, evangelize more about the greatness that is the McRib. It's only around for a limited time, so get to your local McDonald's and give that a shot today. What I also love is McDonald's is a place that you can uh, get, uh, you can go in it, you have a busy day, you've had everything going on or going against you, you've had, had a bad day, I guess is the easiest way to say it, they can help brighten your day by making it easy to get some tasty, affordable food, and you don't have to worry about the cleanup, all that stuff. It just it makes your life just that much easier. So head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect today. Did somebody say a Locked On Cougars watch party? Yeah, we're going to work on that. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. I'm loving it. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. Once again, thank you for making Locked On Cougars your first listen of the day. Love being with you guys. Let's switch gears and talk a little Cougar Cagers action. The men's basketball program will be in action tonight as they take on Colorado Christian University at the Marriott Center. Uh, tip time is set for 7 o'clock Mountain Time as the Cougars will face off against CCU. And funny enough, CCU is also the Cougars. We got the Cougars versus the Cougars tonight. CCU, a Division II program out of Colorado. Uh, a program that finished 4-14 four and 14 last year, so not the stoutest of outfits, but this is more of an opportunity. I'm not going to break down what to expect from Colorado Christian University. Their leading scorer is Ross Williams. Okay, great. He's a 5'10 guard. BYU should be able to bottle him up. I'm actually more interested to see how BYU goes about uh, essentially a dress rehearsal for the upcoming season. This is a game where you get your rotation set, where you tell guys, okay, this is what your role is going to be, and you start to work on those rotations. Will those rotations develop and adjust throughout the upcoming season? Absolutely. But this is your first crack, if you're Mark Pope and the rest of his coaching staff, to put your starting five out there and then start to put guys into the game and see how they gel with other guys, start to put lineups together, that you want to give a shot, and this is the perfect opponent to do it against. They're being brought in for you guys to get a look at this before the real deal next Tuesday, November 9th, when the basketball season begins. And by the way, it's crazy to me to think that early November is the start of the men's basketball uh, season. I am of the opinion that you, need, sh- you should move it back, but 
I, I know that my opinions on sports matters of that type are going to fall on deaf ears. I'm actually a fan of, if you were to move it, uh, just, uh, man, I shouldn't get off on this tangent, but you know what? It's my podcast. We're doing this anyways. It's actually my thought. I know that March Madness just owns a lot of people's hearts and souls and minds, and they absolutely love it. I'd actually be totally okay if they moved men's basketball back to essentially a Christmas start. So during the breaks between semesters, you start the men's basketball season and you actually call it May Madness. You push the season back and put the men's basketball and women's basketball tournaments in May. Call it May Madness. It still works. I still think it would have the same juice. It actually might even have even more juice because it's not competing head-to-head with college football in the early part of the season. But as I said, my suggestions for sports matters of this type fall on deaf ears, but I wanted to get that out there anyways. But the nice part about a game like tonight, as I mentioned, is it's just a dress rehearsal for BYU to get out there, get on the court, play against another opponent. They've been going up against each other all training camp long, all preseason long, and they're tired of it. Uh, T. John Lucas was quoted as saying, we've been doing this for months now. I'm excited to actually play somebody else. We hear this all the time with football in the midst of their uh, training camp in August. We're just ready to hit somebody else. We're sick of seeing each other. You get used to playing against the same guys. You kind of know how they're going to operate. Well, you get to ha- have a chance against Colorado Christian tonight to see another opponent. So as we mentioned, it'll be a 7 o'clock tip-off. On BYU TV, there will also be a live broadcast on the BYU Sports Network. Greg Rebell and Mark Durant on the call there. I assume it'll be Dave McCann and Blavin Fowler on BYU TV as your broadcast crews uh, talking about this. But huge opportunity uh, awaiting BYU as they get ready for their season opener against Cleveland State. And the one thing about this upcoming season for BYU is they have scheduled a very, very tough non-conference schedule. Like Cleveland State, I know that they don't necessarily uh, conjure images of like, wow, really good program, but Cleveland State's a good program. You've also got programs like San Diego State, Oregon, Utah. You're going to go to UVU. Missouri State is another team like Cleveland State. They may not uh, make you think, oh, well, that's a powerhouse. No, they're actually the best team in their conference or projected to be the best team in their conference. You got your annual dates with Utah State. You're going to face Creighton in Sioux Falls, South Dakota in a random game. There are a lot of opportunities for BYU this season, especially in the non-conference slate, to strike a lot of fear in the hearts of their opponents, but also make a lot of noise and build up a resume for the uh, NCAA tournament in March. Obviously, we talk all the time about having that non-conference resume, especially with BYU being a member of the West Coast Conference. But more importantly, this, like BYU football, is the lead time to getting you ready for Big 12 action. We all know that when BYU makes that transition in 2023 to the Big 12, they're going into one of, if not the premier college basketball conference in this country. Sorry, Big East, eat your hearts out, but everything that looks like with the Big 12, BYU might be lower half of the Big 12 in men's basketball. And I I mean that sincerely, that they're lower half, but they are still one of the premier basketball brands in the Western United States. That's how good the Big 12 is going to be. So you need to use this year and next year, speaking of the BYU football, not football, men's basketball program, even the women's basketball program, the football program, every program in the BYU athletic department, you have two years now to upgrade your talent, to understand that the talent bases that you're going up against in the future are going to be that much more talented, and you have to be on point. So use this time wisely. Build your roster, 
get the right guys in place, give them the opportunities to develop at an adequate pace, and hopefully, just hopefully, once you hit the ground uh, there in the Big 12 in the 2023-2024 season, men's basketball, maybe they won't be bottom half of the Big 12. I have my doubts that they will finish top half in their initial debut there in the Big 12, but I also can't put anything past Mark Pope. He has proven to be a wizard so far during his time in Provo, and the 2021-2022 slate begins tonight as they take on Colorado Christian We'll have a breakdown for you of some of the observations that took away from it tomorrow on the podcast. And the fun part about next week, by the way, with BYU football going on a bye week, we get to focus a lot on men's basketball because, as I mentioned, the season openers against Cleveland State Tuesday night. And then there's a huge game at the Marriott Center Friday night with San Diego State coming to town. Talk about a great opening week for men's hoops. And with the football program on a bye, you can guarantee we're going to focus a lot about focus a lot on basketball next week because there's just not going to be a lot to talk about on the football front because during the bye week they typically go dark. All right, so coming up here in just a moment, we'll round out today's show with the other news and notes involving BYU athletics. You guys need to know here on a Thursday, uh, women's soccer in action. We'll run down how things went for them up in Portland. We'll also get you up to speed on where you can find other teams that are in action today. The women's basketball program also opening up their exhibition season. We'll talk about that in a moment. So plenty more to get to here in just a few moments. Today's podcast is brought to you in part by our friends over at Bet Online. They are back and better than ever with the basketball season getting ready to to go. It's already underway in the NBA. Men's basketball, as we mentioned, Tuesday night is the official start of the 2021-2022 season. Bet Online remains the number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. They've got a brand new updated desktop or mobile website that you can visit now and sign up today for free. And while you're there, when you make your first deposit, use the promo code Locked On for a 50% welcome bonus. Yes, 50 to percent of whatever you deposit the first time added as a bonus for you guys to have an opportunity to have some fun with your sports viewing habits it makes it that much more exciting you're that much more invested when you have skittles or skin in the game so get over to betonline.ag from basketball to football to the nhl boxing ufc right down to your favorite vegas casino games do not wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available from our friends at bet online as they are the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports that's bet online where the game starts all right, my friends, always love when we have new sponsors come on board, and we've got a new one today, and that is our friends over at Intercap Lending. I had a chance to go meet with Steve and Brock from Intercap Lending, and any of you who are familiar with Locked On Jazz probably have heard David Locke talk about Intercap, but they are now part of the Locked On Cougars family and couldn't be more excited to have them on board with this show. The best part about Intercap Lending, folks, is they are there for you guys no matter what you're trying to do with your home buying experience, whether you're trying to refinance, purchase your first home, cash out to take advantage of your home's equity, no matter what it is, they're here for you to make it as smooth a process as possible. What I love about it is Steve Carter wants you guys to reach out to him directly. He's got a phone number 385-800-8528 that's 385-800-8528 or email him scarter at intercaplending.com and he would love nothing more than to become your personal loan officer. Even if it's not Steve, they have personal loan officers who are there to answer every question you've got along the way. Make sure you guys are taken care of and if you have questions, they're always available to make sure you guys are able to get the answers that you were looking for. I also like the fact that Intercap is based here in Utah. This is not some national conglomerate. They're not based out, out of state. They're based here 
in Utah. They want to make sure you guys are taken care of. The best part, they're also licensed in 42 other states, so you can do loans if you are a BYU fan who happens to live outside of the 801 or 435 area codes. So reach out anytime you guys need anything like this. Intercap Lending does offer a corporate discount when you mention you are a Locked On Cougars listener. You can actually email me at LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. I can get you in touch with the guys over Intercap Lending because they offer a corporate discount to all of you guys. So love nothing more than to help you guys make that personal connection and get you started with our friends at Intercap. So reach out to Steve once again, 385-800-8528-385-800-8528 or email him scarter at intercaplending.com. That's Intercap Lending, NMLS 190-465. Before we go here on this Thursday edition of the show, let's catch up on the other news and notes involving BYU sports that you need to know about. Let's start off with this. BYU officially had a visitor in the, from the transfer portal, and that would be one Kingsley Suamataya. This is a guy that I think would be an absolutely gigantic pickup for the BYU football program. We helped uh, kind of break the news that he had entered the transfer portal from the University of Oregon. Former Orem High product, a five-star talent, a top 50 prospect in the nation, just all-world talent. And I'm still hearing that he is the odds-on favorite for him is that he ends up in Provo. But good to see him officially tweeting out last night that he did visit BYU. He said, blessed to have had a great visit, BYU football. Thank you to my uncle Jason Ayu for always taking care of us. Thank you to Uncle Jack Tamuni for always loving me and my family. And Kalani F. Satake for taking the time to visit with us. Hashtag God got us. Uh, tagged his parents as well as hashtag what's next. So really, really fun to see. And I am fully expecting at some point here that uh, Kingsley Suamataya will announce that he is going to play a BYU. And I think you can pencil him in as a day one starter if that ultimately does come to fruition. Now on the BYU football front, I also want to say congratulations to BYU senior offensive lineman, or excuse me, junior offensive lineman James Empia. He's a COVID junior, would have been a senior, but he has been named as one of the 12 semifinalists for the Werfel Trophy, which is college football's premier award for community service. Uh, it's really cool to see uh, James being honored with this. James currently injured, not playing, but that doesn't necessarily matter. It offers college football players who serve others, celebrate their positive impact on society, and also inspire greater service in the world. It's named after Danny Werfel, the 1996 Heisman Trophy winner from the University of Florida. So fantastic to see James Empey named as a semifinalist. Would love nothing more than to see him win some hardware uh, in the form of this award before he leaves BYU. We'll see what happens. He's a former freshman All-American, was a preseason All-American this season by Phil Steele in Athlon Sports. Season's not gone according to plan. He suffered through numerous injuries similar to 2020, but here's hoping that he gets honored with his award. I think he'd be very much deserving of that. Also, women's uh, basketball is in action tonight, or excuse me, this afternoon at uh, 2 o'clock at the Marriott Center. So you want to make it a double header, you can get up to the Marriott Center and watch the women's hoops team and their exhibition game against Westminster. Obviously, Westminster coming down from Salt Lake City. The game will be streamed live on BYUtv.org and the BYU. BYU TV app, and it is free. You can go without tickets to watch the Cougars. Uh, speaking of Juddie's team, by the way, folks, if you have not seen this women's hoops team in action, you're missing out because we all know the men's basketball program takes the headlines. I, I fully get that. 
but this women's hoops team, they may be as good and maybe potentially better this year than the men's team. They're tabbed to be the West Coast Conference champions this year. The men's team is playing second fiddle to Gonzaga as they typically are, but this is a great opportunity and very much looking forward to seeing this women's team play. And if you have not watched Shaylee Gonzalez, Paisley Harding, or Lauren Gustin play, well, you may want to take advantage of that because they're just flat-out ballers. They're absolutely incredible and looking forward to seeing them in action. 2 o'clock once again at the Marriott Center against Westminster. And then the other team in action tonight is uh, the women's volleyball program looking to keep their, I believe, 14-match win streak intact as they take on the Gonzaga Bulldogs in the Charlotte Y. Martin Center. That'll be at 7 o'clock Mountain Time, 6 o'clock there in Spokane on Pacific Time. There's a live stream link you can find at BYUcougars.com if you want to watch the women's volleyball team in action. I've got no reason to think that their win streak is going to be snapped in Spokane, but you got to go out and win it. There, that's, that's the thing about it. you just got to take care business. We've been talking a lot today about taking care of business. Well, next thing you got to do if you're the women's volleyball program ranked in the top 10 is to continue to win because they're playing lights out volleyball right now. Highly entertaining. Just go take care of it on the road and keep that win streak intact. All right. That is going to do it for this Thursday edition of the show. A big thank you to all of you for making us your first listen of the day. Want to encourage you guys now to make Locked On Big 12 your second listen of the day. Get caught up with everything going on in the Big 12 conference with Josh Neighbors in 30 minutes or less. It is free and available on all podcasting platforms out there. And Josh, by the way, just a gentleman and a scholar, a fun host. We, I do their weekly, um, we have a round table with the other Locked On Big 12 hosts. So you can find me occasionally on that podcast as well. So get out there and check that out. Also, in the meantime, uh, follow this show on social media for all the latest on the podcast and BYU Sports. Follow Locked On Cougars on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. My personal Twitter feed, where I weigh in on all things sports, is Jacob C. Hatch. And as always, you can reach out to the show, advertising inquiries, questions, comments, concerns, whatever you got for us, email is LockedOnBYU at gmail.com. Love hearing from you guys, so feel free to reach out anytime you've got anything for us. All right, that'll do it. A big thank you once again for your support. Have a great rest of your day whenever you hear this. This has been the Locked On Cougars podcast. Podcast for November 4th, 2021, and we will catch you guys manana. Listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.